Hello. It's another episode of P&B. Podcast and bullshit. And I am your host, Kayla. With me, today's Dylan. Say hello, Dylan. Hi. Uh, I have nothing quippy or witty to say, so I'm going to take it from a... U- ah, it's too easy. I'm Dylan yep. Tierney, and I've never played Dresden in my life. And you can put... There you, we go. You can put a pin on that. Robert Beach, say hello. Hello. There you go. And Robert Faster. I mean, Travis Foster. <laughs> Travis here. Faster. Hi, I am local celebrity T.L. Foster coming into your brain tubes in the earworm that is P&V Podcast. Wait, this week what we're going to talk you... about all uh, things uh, uh, pro... Uh, pro Pro, yep, uh, you just ruined it. We're going to do go. all things. Good job, you. Uh, Vamp! Fighting nope. Games Evolution. Vamp! Yes, I want oh, the Fighting no. Evolution tournament out in Las Vegas, Nevada that came out this week. Also, you see this? You see this? You hear about this? <laughs> Yo, you mean Negan for Tekken 7? Oh, that's oh. so weird. It's the dumbest shit, but everybody's talking about it, so I guess it works. Yeah, it's, it's fucking stupid. It's if fucking stupid. Cloud can be in Super Smash Brothers, anything's possible. Well, no, that makes sense because Smash Brothers is about toys. Don't, don't at me. I'm a Smash <laughs> expert. Like I'm gonna, ki- I'll, I will kill you in my, and you, I'll kill you in my sleep. I am. So I am, at my at my job, we sell Walking Dead wine, and it's like twenty five dollars a bottle, which is ew. too much for pieces for of like three dollar wine. <laughs> Yeah, now I'm. No one has ever bought it. See this? I want to see this. You hear about this? I want to buy it now and drink it on a live stream. Oh, gross! Oh, gross! Too many, too many Koreans are winning the Tekken circuit, so they got Negan in the game. That's a bad joke. I mean, it's not racial technically, although I guess it is. Yeah. Too long. You know what? Hey, move past that. Speaking back, wait, Evo. Yo, shout out to all black video game players apparently being good at fighting games. And a shout out to all the furries out there who want to go to Evo. It is and all the gay fighting Sonic game Fox players. Is, Sonic Fox is the lord and savior of, of of the black community, the gay community, and the fury community combined. Exactly. I mean, at least he's not a gamer gator. He's, oh, thank God. It could have been, you know what, know for, the best, for the best fighting Don't. game player in the world... Uh, it could have been all. You could have gotten a lot worse. You could have been just every fucking twelfth uh, Overwatch streamer that drops a racial slur or something. But yeah, is it not your cool. disrespect back to that to doing his Fortnite? Who cares? Streams? Who cares? Yeah, he's on his uh, second wife at this point, I guess. So who cares? Was it Ninja at Coachella? Speaking of like these, yes, like, yes, guys? He, he was. He was Ninja. Ninja was was he was quoting or he was quoting a fucking. Uh, Oh, I thought you were talking about the racial slur. You meant that he was at Coachella? Yeah. Ah, uh, fuck, I don't know. What... Wasn't he streaming at Coachella? What song was he fucking... Oh, <laughs> God. I think he was streaming on stage with musicians at Coachella, yeah. Yeah. That's kind of lame. That's weird and stupid. That's kind of lame. We live in a hell state. <laughs> I can't wait <laughs> we for... Do. Us... We live in the worst timeline. I can't wait for WrestleMania when, when Austin Creed starts streaming with... <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> with Greg Miller during the WrestleMania main event. That would actually be awesome, actually. That would be awesome because okay Greg Miller. Hey, who Dylan and I have met. Uh, a long met while too. ago. He's a good guy. Yeah, we met him a long time ago. Back in the, back in the podcast beyond days. You know, mm-hmm. uh, f- humorously enough, because I don't update any of my like WordPress uh, credentials, uh, my my WordPress like profile picture that gets defaulted to everything is actually that picture, but cropped with nice. just my head. 
So uh, it's a good picture. I don't, of me. I don't want anybody to see that you don't picture want, of me. You don't want to see 2013 Kayla? <laughs> no, absolutely not. Totally I try to forget all about her. Because holy shit, she was fat. But yeah, that Just was, uh, God, 2013. Doesn't feel like it should be that long ago, but it was actually five years ago. Yeah, that I is, was at Toys R Us still. I was probably unemployed at the time. I think so. Actually, no, I was still, I mean, to be fair, I was still doing P&B. Yep. I think we had just done the relaunch with Bioshock Infinite. I always have that in my brain as like the time the time code for when we revamped the podcast. <laughs> oh, that, that game is awful. <laughs> oh, speed God. Is really fun, it's though. not awful. It's fine. It's fine. The, the, the speed, have you ever seen the speed run of it? It's I've really seen some neat. people break it. I, back in the day, I did. It's not recently. Yeah. They did it at um, SDGQ or ADGQ. They did a, a speed run of Infinite and that man was really good. I mean, I could see, I could see a way that that would be very interesting to just. I could see the the trappings of doing the speedrun there for sure. Oh but. man, speedruns are great. <laughs> Speaking of speedruns, I have been playing a game that has been actively encouraging me to speedrun. Um, it's actually it is Celeste. I uh, had gotten back into that game after kind of taking a few months off. The game's pretty hard, um, but it is. I said it back in the uh, back when it came out, but it, it's Super Meat Boy. Super Meat Boy had more of a pleasant atmosphere and aesthetic. I don't see myself getting as angry at at, at this game as Super Meat Boy, but uh, it's I don't know. It's incredibly entertaining just to watch um, and kind of see just the the elegant kind of atmosphere because it's all about being on a mountaintop and in the snow and how that plays with the environment is actually pretty awesome uh, for for. Not to say for an indie game, like that means it's less or anything, but like with the limited resources they had, it was still really cool. So, uh, and that that is a game I think that was one of the most prominently watched or discussed or something or other uh, speedruns at SGDQ because it's the first time it was going to be there. Um, they had oh, they had like a tool assisted speedrun too, where it was just flying through and <laughs> oh man, that game is crazy broken if you like literally program a robot for it. But uh, clearly nobody else cares, so I'll move on. Uh, I have also... I actually don't... I, for all I know, I've been dropped from the Skype call. because it, It's about that energized in here. But um, We're just listening to you intently. Clearly, I have such a way with words that you can't help me mesmerized by what I'm saying. That's correct. Sorry. <laughs> um, after Evo Weekend, I was all pumped for Dragon Ball Fighters because Goku and Vegeta... Yes, they put Goku and Vegeta in the game. Uh, very bold. Uh, they the, Their base form's been added to the game. They're really fun. But the real treat was that they uh, balanced the game. They had a huge balance patch that affected a lot of different characters. And it wasn't just top tiers being nerfed. It was a lot of low tier characters being buffed. And as a Frieza main, I will have you know that Golden Frieza has been improved significantly. He has the same weird combo strengths Gohan does where he can combo anything into anything. Um... While most combo strings have to follow a light, medium, heavy uh, flow chart, these kinds of moves and characters can do stuff that's just, you know, whatever you want. Yeah, whatever you do, it's going to combo as long as you don't end it on a heavy because that's the ender. Um, but, yeah, it's super fun so to So baby play. mode combos, okay. No, no, no. I mean, it, you have to, like, you have to do the right stuff. It just lets you do them for longer periods of time than just your typical combo string. You want the actual baby mode, you just press square over and over because that literally will do your 
you know, <laughs> light, light, medium, medium, heavy. Like that is literally all that is. It's just yeah, shortcuts for that. But um, yeah, it's fun. Like I, I feel like Dragon Ball Fighters kind of has a second wind. I know me and TL were talking about it before recording one of our many shows. Um, that uh, yeah, like the game is a bit of a second wind. People are more interested now because you know before this week the character Cell and Kid Buu were omnipresent. Everybody had one of those. Ki- if if you didn't have him or Kid Buu or Bardock, you probably didn't have a viable team, um, but they have changed it up as of late, and for the better. Everybody seems kind of viable now as people start to figure stuff out. So It's coming out on Switch soon. I think the beta, the online beta of on the Switch is coming soon. I'll be playing that. I probably won't buy the game again cause, just because I'm a little low on funds. Um, but I would in a heartbeat. That game is awesome, and I bet it runs well on Switch. Because uh, I played Brilliant Smooth Cross Tag Battle, and that game ran pretty flawlessly there, too. Of course, it's a different engine and all that, but hey, neither here nor there. I think it's going to do really well on Switch. I hope all the Switch port beggars kind of fucking show up uh, and be and support the game, because it deserves it. It's a, it, I, it feels like the Reese's Peanut Butter Cup of video games to me, of just this super flashy, awesome Dragon Ball fighting game uh, that you can take with you on a console that always has two controllers at the ready. They aren't the best controllers, but that's neither here nor there. But uh, I think it's just kind of cool. I think it's a great fit. Um, and I am anxiously waiting cooler, who I thought I didn't care about. But then I saw his trailer, and I'm like, damn, I am on board. God, even TL, I saw you were excited. I'm like, I didn't know you like cooler. Oh, no. Where did uh, Travis go? Oh, he's dead. I said Dragon nope, Ball. Oh, Travis is dead. It kind of, it, it kind of flew him away. Who knew that he was averse to Dragon Ball discussion? God, mm-hmm. yeah. I mean, what a world we live in. Um, I know, right? But I mean, so we just go really right like... into our Hanna Barbera discussion, right? I mean, exactly. Yep. See, this is when we straight up go into Hanna Barbera. Where, when mm-hmm. is Hanna Barbera fighters? I want to do some sick boo boo into uh, Top Dog. What the fuck's his name? Top Cat. <laughs> top Cat. Yeah. Top, top Cat. Top you, Top Dog. You know what the world needs? It, it, it missed it, it just just barely missed a Digimon cartoon done by Hanna Barbera. You know, we were we were yeah. probably that uh, would be years interesting. Off. That Kick would be the cheapest, that, dumbest shit. Please, God, he's gonna listen to this later. He's so mad. <laughs> I can't wait. I can't wait. I hope he's listening now and just says, "Hey, it's having mic issues or something." So he's just screaming. Oh, into the like, oh God! Oh no! Oh, I want to talk about my Pink Panther Touch of Death combo. <laughs> whiplash, snively whiplash. God, Just straight into sourput or. You I mean, I'm, I'm just, Captain I'm just thinking right. that the the entire Scooby Doo gang is like Captain Ginyu, where you have the entire Scooby Squad, where oh my god, where you have Fred on and point, then, we like, have Fred on point, and everybody else's assists. And then yeah, that's right. And then sure they all turn into like a weird Voltron. Oh god, scrappy doo. It's just no. a scrappy doo. Oh no, I. See, I was with you, and then you lost me. I can't, can't get behind. But that's that's where the fuck up is. Scrappy, like, it's great until Scrappy do. That sounds like the worst. <laughs> oh, he's back! He's back! Um, oh yay. god, we've been talking about Hanna Barbera. Uh, we did a, a dra- Digimon. We crapshooted a Digimon uh, Hanna Barbera reboot, and we talked about Hanna Barbera fighters. And I was talking about how mm-hmm. the Scooby Squad would be Captain Ginyu. So, <laughs> Toku Scoob. I can't do it. Nope. Nope. Yeah, don't do it. Jabberjaw's OP. <laughs> he's too big. He takes up the whole screen. He's like, he's like, fucking, he's like Ridley. He's, at, yeah. 
He's like, he, shut the fuck up. He's like, Abigail from Street Fighter Five. <laughs> fuck yourself. Ridley is a normally proportioned boy. Whoa, even King, look at my hitbox. I killed your parents. I fucking killed Mega Man. King K. Rule is smaller than Ridley. No, he's not. Not anymore. Not anymore. That's bullshit. Then. I mean, I, maybe it's revisionist history. Any, uh, I mean, he kind of is that yeah. to that scale. Oddly enough, but uh, God, yeah. If we just want to dive right into the Smash Brothers stuff, man, that was exciting. Rest Oof. in peace, Luigi. It's yeah, almost in- like a uh, Smash expert went on another podcast and announced I'm, all these characters. That I'm gonna out. kill you. <laughs> I'm gonna kill you. I'm gonna. You're gonna money match me, and I'm gonna play every character in Super Smash Brothers Ultimate, all like seventy thousand of them, Excuse and me. Um, destroy you. Video game apocalypse's Smash expert Travis Foster here. Oh my uh, God. I, I'm gonna burp into the mic and it'll be great. I I absolutely predicted correctly all these characters, uh, including King K. Roll on Vigil Game. You didn't. Apocalypse. I know for a fact you didn't say. Uh, I was about to say Spencer Belmont, but um, let's see. There's Simon. You mean Richter? Rick, Richter. Richter. Yes. Yeah. I you did, did not predict Monica Richter Belmont. Belmont. Ronnie he's from Symphony of the Night. That is a PlayStation exclusive. He's no, actually, he's not a PlayStation. Okay, he's from Rondo of Blood. He's from a Super Famicom. He was in Dracula okay. X, which was on the Super Nintendo. Uh, Super Famicom. Yeah. We never got that in America. So yes, why don't you double did. check and double check? Dracula X came out on the Super NES, dude. No, it came out on the Genesis here. It No, Dracula X came out on Super NES. In either case, it's, uh, I don't know. Like, with all the Symphony of the Night love in that stage with Dracula throwing the fucking chalice... And with Alucard being there in, in general, which I know he was introduced in fucking Dracula X, but... Uh, Actually, Alucard was introduced in... Rondo um, of Blood? In Castlevania 3, you fake gamer guy. Well, so dying. So, Robert, have you been playing anything? Fucking <laughs> <laughs> not I'm Castlevania. Actually, I'm actually dying. Ugh. Ugh. Look. In the heart of Castlevania, it's a Bell Hall of Fame. And you can go with Dave Lord to stop Dracula. You know, I'm pretty sure I actually just swallowed a bug. Uh, Yeah, Robert, what have you been playing? Well, a game I've been playing has been the complete opposite of a speed run. Um, It's forcing me not to rush through the game is Fortnite. Um, Not the Fortnite you're thinking of. I was about to say, do you not do one of those ridiculous Fortnite dances now? No, no, I'm not doing any of the emotes because I'm not playing the uh, player versus player. I'm not doing the battle royale. I'm I'm doing the uh, the mode that everyone forgot, and then we'll go the main game. Yeah, like the actual like meat of the game. It's actually pretty not bad. Oh, okay, it, cool. Just... I I thought they completely scrapped that and just did. Oh battle god, no! Royale. Like no, it, it's it's actually pretty good. It, it's it, it's. Ooh. Hi, it's it's kind of impenetrable at first because it's throwing so much at you and trying to like have you like try to understand all the mechanics of it because there, there's like so many cards involved. You got schematics, schematics. You got um, various um, usable cards used for like guns, traps, and bullets and melee weapons. And so on, and then and then there's survivors, and you can put survivors in, in, in different encampments. It, it's you can put you can put you can put defenders, which are the first people you can actually put in like AI AI controlled um, characters in in like various traps. Uh, did, it, did Iron, did Iron Fist show up? Is that is that defenders? Because I I wasn't a fan. 
Boo! Gotta no, no. Say, but uh, wasn't a huge fan. I'm not sure if there was like like a giant fist in in the melee weapons at all. But bottom Can line, I play as Kishiro did, for Fist did, of the Star. Did somebody say melee? If you're talking about anime, you're you you lost me here, buddy. You're already dead. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> ah. Uh, that's you got that get. reference. Horde mode. Um, you build shit, so if you play Battle Royale, the, the same principle applies, but only tremendously more. Because it, it sometimes gives you, like, 20 minutes to, to do the, the, the objective. It's just, you know, it's, it's just like, scout around in, like, a, a proc gen, a procedural generation um, area, and, and just explore it. There, there's levels in place, but really, you can pick your own, and, it, like, the levels are really just, like... Hey, like save six survivors in, in in a like a level fifteen plus zone, and they give you like a bunch. You like pretty much like right off the bat, like right after, when you're like out of the uh, tutorial area, like the first first five pages of the first world practically. <clears throat> but mm. you, you have like a like there's four war worlds, and you have a home base that you normally just expand with the and you add these different amplifiers to expand the area further and like doing that you also have to you have to protect your base on top of you know protecting those amplifiers too and then you have to sort of survive like five waves of like a different different uh, enemies coming at you from different directions one's coming to the east coming from the west and so on so you you, ju- you really just have to prepare for like you know, like all all the um, avenues all all the areas that they they, they like uh, like zombies or the, or the horde comes in through, and that, that's another thing too. Like the game mode of the horde, it is literally called the horde. Um, it's eight waves, and you start out with pretty much nothing. You just have to start out at like the earlier waves, or the, the just 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 really early game. Like it gives you like a bare bones material to use, and you slowly gain material um, as you play. And you just have to build to your base, but before you do that, you have to go to your home base in the horde mode and build with, with like the sparse amount of resources you have. And is the it more still is it is it still sort of in that shell of the core? Like it plays like Fortnite, right? Like it is still exactly, yeah, hundred percent like the horde mode is of... pretty much the, the, like the, the real meat of the game because mm. the other ones it's like oh you're you're exploring you're trying to find like those treasure chests that you're in there and, and you're like uh searching through like different um different uh bits of the environment and, and objects and and, and uh, breaking down stuff like the horror modes like no no straight up just like you're building traps you're bu- you're you're setting up defenders you're setting up your your encampment for for each of your because like you, it's it's four players so like each of the four players um home bases are there so some people just just have like these elaborate setups, and they just build upon it, or or just like throw a bunch of uh, um, walls up, which you can obviously uh-huh. just like create into like a a waist high one, or a head height one, or you know like a full on like tall ass wall, and you can place yeah. traps on there, or like put the ceiling there, so you can put ceiling traps and or place them in, uh, on the floor, and so on. But it, it it is just straight up like okay, you, you want some tough ass shit. This this is this is the this is the real this is, this is the real Fortnite. The right real here. the real challenge. So yeah, like every time I hear about this form of Fortnite, I get reminded of like is a game I I previewed back in the day at Front Gamer called Sanctum. 
Sanctum 2. And I've, it gives I've me a lot of Sanctum of 2, like, vibes. Well, I mean, Third. like, what... Uh, it's still what centralized around it? Fortnite gameplay, so, I mean, I assume you're still... It's still centralized around, you know, building constructs and whatnot. Yeah, it's kind of like... It's it's the thing where you try to build... Because it's like, it's you're in space and you're kind of... You're trying to... It's like a first-person shooter, but you're also, like, <clears throat> tower defense as well. So you try to build, like, traps to get them sent through. Like, I always... Every time people talk about, like... The base game Fortnite, that's what I'm, I always think of. Mm. Yeah, and it's not, it's still, I guess you can call it like a, a tower defense game, but really, like, you're just setting up traps. You're doing the bulk of the work, and you have, like, a series of like different abilities, and there's different, um, different uh, heroes and their classes there's like four separate classes you can do and they each mm-hmm. have their own like ability with like uh, the outlander i i chose because you can have like a literal like teddy bear turrets in it and it, it's just uh. like this this like metallic teddy bear that has like two gatling guns and it, 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 if you're looking for like a game that has like pretty good ai um to fight to combat a, a, against enemies like this is this is this is your this is this is your this is your game right here. I I would say with Fortnite because it, it is fairly effective. Like whenever I throw out one of my one of my turrets, it it does feel like it's doing its job and it's not like you know like having like little pea shooters at it where like you, know, you still have to do the bulk of the work. But it's it, it just gives you like a real good buffer. Like okay, I need to build this one weapon here out of his mm-hmm. parts and like do, like do i have enough left over to build this trap or like do, do i have enough left over to replenish my ammo which uses the three different types of material wood brick and steel and you just have to keep keep all those in mind and like as you progress you can add to the bases and you can upgrade the defenses so so, you, so you can like upgrade your basic ass wood one like three times and it suddenly becomes stronger than the base baseline steel i mean again you'll if you put it in like a good like five hours into it and and just try to like learn what to do with it it's it's a pretty good time well that's good i mean is it one of those things like is it ever going to come to consoles yes uh, that's the thing. Like, I bought the Founders Pack one, which, which was like it's originally like forty-ish dollars, but it was dropped down to twenty dollars on the sale um, very recently. Because I, mm-hmm. I think they're they're having like a, like a birthday of some sort when it was like first quote unquote released in early access yeah. slash like Founders Edition. Because you, you can buy the uh, retail <coughs> version of them, like a like physical versions of of the Founders Edition in stores, but they're just like. Sixty dollars, I think. Sixty dollars are uh, like something a little cheaper than, but it, they sh- it should go free to play later on this year. Okay, like that actual mode. But I, I was just surprised how like you know what this, this is pretty good. I like I I would like to play more of this with friends. I would like to enjoy this with other people. Well, that's I mean it's something I want to keep my eyes on for sure. It, it oh totally. It seemed and, interesting. And, Oh, go ahead. And the other thing too, V Bucks, you, mm-hmm. you get like so many. The more you play um, the actual like uh, Save the World edition, the, the player versus enemy mode, the horde mode. Right. I mean, like, I'm, I'm like sitting here with like 1,500 of them, and that's that's easy like like fifteen dollars if, if mm. the the equivalent to it if you're playing the uh, battle royale mode. 
Yeah. And like I I accidentally bought like a like a loot pack pretty much like the loot llama, which is the equivalent of like, you know, like the um oh whatchamacallit? The loot boxes. Yeah. And those loot boxes are perfectly fine because there's like so much to unlock and you can easily like like oh well i got this duplicates you can right. either like add it to like a collection book which collects it collects like okay i'm gonna have like one unique i like with this one item and it has like various levels of like colored um what do you say yeah, we don't say the african-american levels <laughs> thank you i mean there's purple there's orange there's gray I mean, if you want to associate it that way, sure. But again, there's there's just so much to like amass in this game. You can put it in your collection book, which if you put more in a collection book, you can have like one unique item in that collection book, and then you can just recycle the rest, which gets you schematic point, like schematic XP, hero HP, survivor mm. survivor XP. And it you just it's a lot to balance. I mean, yeah, there's a, it seems like there's a lot there, and because like Kayla said, I thought they were just gonna fucking drop this thing once Battle Royale started making the big bucks. I mean, it's it's not a high priority, that's for sure. But, well, right, um, but it's still there. It's still there. Yes, I mean, it, it still could use some polish and mm-hmm. some more interesting, like bring something a little more interesting about it. Because like yeah. the, the story, the story is pretty like once you get out of like the first like like you know first couple of introduction, um, um, levels or so, you start to realize like oh <clears throat> this this is just Titanfall one level of story where it's like okay we'll, we'll yeah, have bad. someone talking to you, and but you're just playing like a typical like little level here, right? So what part does somebody go, Carl? You gotta you gotta get the Phalo, Carl. What the fuck? I don't remember that part at all. It's I don't a, remember that part in Titanfall at all. You know, I was talking about Titanfall. Talking about the the hit Jimmy Neutron. Uh, yeah, Jimmy Neutron. Jimmy Neutron. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't remember pushing the payload. Got it. That's Rob Paulson, by the way. Couldn't really even tell at first, but it sounds like PJ. So yeah, you can tell. Maybe well, I don't like really like t- taking the payroll, Jimmy. <laughs> <laughs> he's uh, famous for now for the croissant meme or the that's he, I'm not going to talk about the summarization of a Jimmy Neutron episode no, you please can't, do man please you do. can't you know if she needs ass because I bet he does uh, uh, he, he's, he's, fucking he got a spinoff show that nobody fucking ever watched was, it, I like, meet... was it like Sheen of Mars or something like that? Planet like Sheen. Sheen. It was called Planet, Planet Sheen. Sheen. That's what the name of that dumb Ew. show was. I guarantee you nobody's ever... I, I want to meet one fan of this show just so I can call it, say that you're actually not a real person. Like, you don't exist. Say like, hi, I'm the, I'm the one person who's a Sheen fan in the world. <laughs> who's, who stands for Sheen? No Sheen one. was just like White Urkel. He's not even White Urkel. Uh, he's not white. Urkel. He's technically Hispanic, I think. Oh, At least fuck, Urkel okay. was um, somewhat likable. <laughs> <laughs> but Sheen's just like, Ultra Lord. He's a comic book fan before that was mainstream, I guess. And also, I'm in love with this girl for no apparent reason. Oh, yeah. It was totally, oh, God, totally just like, I'm going to wear you down over the course of seven seasons. And just you, like, know, mm, you know what's a very, 
You know, it's a very healthy thing to teach little boys uh, being a pest and trying to <laughs> wear down girls. What a very healthy thing to teach uh, little boys. <laughs> totally not deformed at all about it. Or, or fucking Carl lusting after Jimmy's mom for so long. That was also weird. <laughs> well, I that's, mean, that's just now Fort Hub that mole, category. Man. Oh, yeah, that mo- Judy Neutron, let me oh. tell you. She has a fat ass. <laughs> she has a fat ass. <laughs> Jim, Jimmy, your mom's got that? a fat ass. Why did I say yeah, that? Yeah, Jimmy. Uh, please, I, I just... I fire myself with this podcast. <laughs> You're too late. We're going Please down do. with you. We're going down with you, Travis. It's we not, talked a little bit about, about those those uh, Butch Hartman hit hips, but uh, yeah, she, she seemed like there's definitely like rocking. Butch Hartman things. hips. I never really thought of it that way, but it is that disgusting, isn't it? <laughs> well, you know, when Jesus tells you you have to put those kind of hips on a car- cartoon character, you do it. Christ is in my shows. <laughs> now here's pregnant Cosmo. Christ is that, in my shows. Oh, also, all my women. Have the perfect wife bearing hips. Child bearing hips. <laughs> Literally all of them. It's pretty disgusting. I hate this entire conversation. Hey, I'm well, just hey, and it needs to stop right now. Blame Butch Hartman is all I'm saying. He made a man he made a, a man give birth for no reason other than to make jokes. Uh, in the name of Jesus Christ. <laughs> Which is what it's he said afterwards. Afterwards it, he was uh, like, you know what, this show that this stupid cartoon. With stupidness, it's actually all about Jesus. Because I'm surprised. <laughs> oh God! Um, but it, I, I've also been playing Hearthstone. There's a new expansion that came out, and uh, oh. I hey, only guys, put. Did you know hey, that Dylan plays Hearthstone. I did. But here's know the that. thing. Here's the difference. I only put in ten dollars. I haven't put a single cent more. Um, which for me okay, is okay, okay, a Dylan. pretty big. I didn't have to. Bill Engvall. Here's your sign. Exactly, exactly. Here's your sign why you're not rich. I, hey, $10 for an expansion, very cheap on my end. They still have a pretty good deck. So, uh-huh, How many times uh-huh. have you paid $10 for an expansion on this game? Once a oh, month. I, well, no, here's the thing. No, here's the thing. Um, let's see. Up at, since 20, let's say 15, uh, two to three times a year, I put in $50 for cards. So... Still too, much. Still too much. That's too much, but $10 for a few cards I need is a lot better than the alternative for sure. I'm just saying, I'm doing pretty, sitting pretty okay as I stand right now. But, I mean, hey, it's a fun expansion. There's a bunch of robots uh, in the, the Nether portal. Somebody gets Sarah on this so she can talk about it with me. I don't quite understand the lore. But um, the lore is that you're playing a card game. But it's a children. game. It's based a uh, children's. It's card. Okay, basically, it's basically great. Yu-Gi-Oh. That's Little Karibo, everybody. I'm glad you could make it on the show. God. Um, so that's a fun game. Thanks for shitting all over it. Uh, I've been playing uh, Overwatch. Just started their summer event. I haven't put any money in that. But um, hey, I love Lucio Ball, so I'll just earn my uh, loot boxes that way. So. Did you finish Octopath Traveler yet? No, dude, it's a long game. <laughs> he, he's got to play. He's got to play exactly. his Octo, Octopath, Octodad. I'm still working on my Yakuza Six review. It's taking time. Oh. He's got to play his Fantasy Yu-Gi-Oh <laughs> game and also his Husbando Simulator. Do you, do you know? Hey, there's nothing wrong. Don't talk shit about my Husbando yeah. Simulator. Yeah. Do you know, I could have been. I could have already have played and beaten Yakuza Six by now. Here's the oh, thing. I know you're, you're too busy playing Kingdom Hearts, right? You're too busy playing fucking uh, WWE. 
Um, first oh, of, of course. all, I've been playing uh, Dragon's Age Inquisition, so kiss my grits. Great, great. <laughs> you turned into Kayla? <laughs> yeah, let's say we got a second, Kay- another Kayla. We got two Kaylas. <laughs> what? <laughs> um, I'm sorry that I like a good RPG and would rather play a good RPG. I'm just saying, I'm playing Octopath Traveler, and that's pretty good, too. That's not Dragon Age. Fortnite's an RPG. Oh, I like Dragon Age. What are the confines? So I had to stop playing because my Xbox controller stuck, stopped working on it. It's weird. It works on everything else on my PC, like all my other games, but on Dragon Age Inquisition, like my Xbox controller wouldn't do anything. So I it stopped. It is kind of odd. Yeah, it's really it pissed me off. I'm playing on a lot. I'm playing on PS4. Uh, there's a lot of. I didn't think there was going to be a lot of like uh, uh, slowdown, but there is. So that's that's weird. I didn't have that on my PS4. Yeah, but I mean, I'm enjoying it. I I made a new warrior lady. Uh, she has silver hair, and she looks awesome. And yeah, I like that game yep. a lot. And I've also been playing Windjammers. Hell yeah, dude! Nice. That game's coming to Switch. I think it might be the poopy uh, port version, but uh, I mean that's all I've been playing is the poopy port version. I mean, I hey, whatever. PS4. That's what you got, but, you, you know. know what? It's it's Windjammers. Like bad Windjammers is still Windjammers. It's still technically Windjammers. So yeah. And plus, I'm gonna buy a, a fight stick. So I can't wait to play Windjammers with the fight stick. How you're supposed to play? How a real American plays Windjammers with the fight a real stick? Real American. With my American-made Chinese parts. Well, it's, I mean, because, like, there's a lot of the stuff that Windjammers, you have to use, like, a lot of fireball motion, which is not great with the, um, with the D-pad, which is, I don't know how, I don't know how, um, how, uh, freaking, um, Sonic Fox was playing with, like, was playing Dragon Ball Fighters with a freaking controller and not a, not because a, because he's thing. he's literally nineteen and they didn't grow up with arcades. No, I'm just saying like the defense. And he probably sucks. can't afford like a two hundred dollar fight stick. Well, not not uh, just I, that. I, I think uh, Sonic Fox could. He could afford I think three million of those. I'm gonna say he he literally just got uh, like what was it twenty four thousand dollars something like that for Dragon Ball Fighters. But no, yeah. it's Ooh, it's less salary. that it's less that, but more um like he. Like, people my age and younger grew up on, on the PlayStation 2 pad, pretty much, you know? Or the PS3 or PS4 pads. Like, yeah. it, we're just saying, not... It's not a, it's not a good fighting pad. Yeah. It's, not, it's just not a good, it's not a good fighting game pad. Um, but, I mean, like, I I get it. I grew up on the PlayStation pad, and, like, the, I like the D-pad on the SNES. Like, I could probably beat anybody in Street Fighter with the D-pad on the SNES, but I also did put in work on the arcades, like, back in the day, so... Right. I know how arcade sticks work. Ask Dylan. Yeah, you ask certainly Dylan. do. Okay, okay. <laughs> you don't Dylan. need to, you don't need to ask me that many times. God. <laughs> he did he did wash me up completely in fucking um uh pretty much every Marvel vs. Capcom. I think three was the closest one. We were going back and forth with Skullgirls, but you had never played Skullgirls, so I, I can't really lord that over you. <laughs> and and then as soon as I kind of understood it. I got really good at school. And then as soon as you understood it, you're just like, okay, Dylan, go fuck yourself. Yeah. I'm really good at party <laughs> games, guys. <laughs> nobody nobody denies it, for sure. But, um, I mean, that kind of rounds out. I mean, that's a lot of games already for one boy to be playing on my end. And I know, like, Okami's coming out on Switch, and I'm like, I really want to support that. There's Will so that many the fucking time video I games. Play Okami? It, there's so many video games. It's too many. There's too many video games. Does, does Capcom really need your money? 
Uh, I mean, Kappa will always get my money. I'd say uh, if Fred Elston works I, there, <laughs> they will probably get a couple of shekels. So I was talking to you like I don't know two years ago. I would have said yes. Capcom desperately needs your money right fucking now, um, but it's not quite as dire for him. So yeah. I have. I, been, I don't I really been... see like a like a multi million dollar um, international company needing some relief in that manner. No, I don't, I've been in the pocket of big Capcom since I was five. <laughs> big, big Capcom. So. You're in, the cap- you're in the pocket of World Warriors. Big calm. You're in the pocket of, of, of uh, Bisonopolis. <laughs> Clearly, you shield for, for Shadow Law. Shadow Law? Shadow Lou. The Shadow Which Lau. also, and then Bison won Evo, and I'm like, oh, that's cool. Like, Is Bison Bucks cryptocurrency yet? Cause uh, if, they, if, I, if my reboot of, uh, of the Street Fighter movie goes as planned, then yes, Bison Bucks will just be a front It's funded by Bison Bucks. Hell yeah. Yep, exactly, exactly. And then we'll see Steven tweet about it every night. I'm about to say Steve, <laughs> Steve Machugs uh, will... <laughs> he'll be Balrogging that scene of, like, this is worthless. Whatever, so. he's like the, the biggest stuffer I see of cryptocurrency on my Twitter feed. Like I, oh, I know. It's I'm, so I'm bad. I'm still, still amazed by how, like, you have enough stress in your life, and you do this. It's it's like, I am, oof. <laughs> uh, you, you're really creating your own problems there, buddy. Yeah. I, 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 I'm just always like, why? Why would you do this? Why are you doing <laughs> this to yourself? Yeah. Yeah, pretty much. But also, uh... No, that does it for games. I played Slap City, which is a nice little uh, Smash Brothers clone, for the most part. Um, oh, Slap City. Like, Slap City is awesome. Is does uh, uh, does Scotty Pippen come out and tell you how to how to how to win the game? Oh and my god, that's friends? not Slap City. That's Slam City. Oh, Slam! I thought he was gonna tell you how to be cool and also be friends. How to rock the court? How to rock the court and rock nice. life. Hi, I'm Scotty. I'm Scotty Pippen. Hi, hi. Pulls up a chair. Hi, I am, I'm I am professional <laughs> basketballer, Scotty Pippen. Let me tell you how to be in the game. Play basketball. Do you like basketball? How about do you like shorts? You can play basketball <laughs> and have shorts. In my Slam. game, Scotty Pippen. Slam. God. Kayla, what have you been playing? Oh, hey, thanks for asking. After fucking. <laughs> 20 minutes. Oh no, talkative podcast co host. What Cheers. else are we going to do? Motherfucker. Oh. God damn it. <laughs> I've been playing a few things. Because uh, I had to quit Dragon Age Inquisition because my fucking controller. Uh, I hooked up my 360 and I'm playing uh, Fable 3. Because I got that stick up my ass during E3. Thanks a lot, guys. Fuckers. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's still fun. It's still enjoyable. Uh, I wanted to play too, but I don't have it. I will probably find a copy for like $5 somewhere and be thoroughly entertained. Uh, and then for a little bit yesterday, I played um, Monument Valley uh, hmm. on a tablet, which was neat. It's an architectural puzzle game with a princess. It's cute. Love it. Uh, and then Nick and I have gotten into co-op Minecraft. Oh, boy. <laughs> uh, we're starting fun. that. Uh, yeah, so uh, we play over at his place, and I play on my laptop, and then he plays like on his Steam controller on the TV. Uh, yeah, and it's fun. I died. Uh, gravel killed me. I was crushed Not by gravel. Not gravel. 
Yeah. Did you wasn't a graveler? So, no, it was straight <laughs> up like a mountain fell on top of me. It still might be graveler. I mean, it, no. it, it very well could be, but. No, but I don't think it was. Uh, but yeah, I mean, so yeah, I liked it. It's it's nice. And then he played by himself yesterday, so it's great too. Uh, his internet's been fucking up a lot. It's Me, really upsetting. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and then we watched um, a Guillermo del Toro movie called The Devil's Backbone. Uh, that's all in Spanish, so we had to use subtitles. And it was amazing because it's Guillermo del Toro. Of course. Uh, but it's it's set in the Spanish Civil War. Uh, and, you know, it it's Guillermo del Toro. So the lighting is amazing. The story is amazing. Kids are in peril. Right. Like straight up in peril. Uh, some kids die. Um, oh, damn. Nice. Yeah, it's really good. It's really, really good. He didn't like Shape of Water too much, so he was surprised that he liked this one more. But considering it's not like a love story <laughs> like Shape of Water is, right. he dug it a little yeah, more. So, Yeah, he dug it a little more, and of course I love Shape of Water because that creature's ass was amazing. <laughs> uh, and they designed it that way. Scientifically like proven to be the best ass. They purposely in designed that creature's ass to be amazing because why not? See, now I'm envisioning just those people with like protractors and shit, just measuring the ass. And we've come, <laughs> yes, we've come to a conclusion of the ass using the food, using yes. futurary numbers to get the perfect ass. Yeah, I mean, Jesus. We've got the we've got the eggheads over the lab taking the measurements. And and apparently, Spider-Man in the new Insomniac game will also have a very good ask. Uh, Hell yeah! It's the reason why Marco from our that's why Marco went to go work there is to make sure that Spider-Man's ass was amazing. Was just impeccable. Yes, it's an impeccable ass. Like Tom Holland, his ass is amazing. He's also I'm not afraid to say it. No, yeah. he's like 22 he's, or something. Yeah, he's legal, so. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you. Uh, yeah, so, yeah, it's been it's been fun. It's been fun. I've been playing Enter the Gungeon and Luminous, you know, as normal, so not into there, but yeah. So, And then I go to a wine party on Saturday where I drink with a whole bunch of girls. Oh, Ooh, wine party. boy. Yeah. Red and white. What's, what's, it's what's gonna be mixed with both. Oh, well, I gotta do. Uh, I gotta do. White I have wine to be often. careful with red wines You're... because some of them have added sulfites, and I'm allergic. Yeah. So, Ooh, okay. so yeah. my my sinuses go out. My allergies go out of control, and it's like all snotty and gross. It's it's awful, and I hate God. it. So normally I just drink whites. Um, that's that's a good allergy to have. You know, just be allergic to some types of types of alcohol. You know. Yeah, also shitty light beer. <laughs> I'm also allergic to that. Because uh, it also has sulfites in it. Just don't so, drink. Oh, yeah, like, it's just like a good option to do. It's not I rarely, needed. I rarely drink. Like, I'll have a couple of drinks. I'm not like I was like a mm-hmm. year ago. I was like, I never drink ever. Fuck alcohol. Like, occasionally I'll have a drink. Oh, yeah. It's, it's, it's very social, and I'm not that very social. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah. So, that yes, that's how that works for Robert. <laughs> I'm not very social. I mean, I neither socially. am I, and I do also drink socially. But actually, yeah. it, I haven't made my uh, Greg Miller patented uh, paint can in a in a while um, since it was before my really my uh, relationship with Hannah started. So about two years. Um, 
Oh boy, which it's just a bunch of fucking like Mountain Dew and uh, added citruses and stuff to to mask the fact, up, brother. Hell to yeah. mask Sounds to like mask the fact that um the whatever alcohol is in it, I forget, uh, is fucking terrible. But it gets you drunk bourbon, fast. Scotch. No, no, not bourbon or scotch. It's like uh, you gotta be something wine. clear if you're gonna do that. It's, yeah, it's ever clear. It's ever clear. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. That's it. So I follow I follow the rules of my mother. Uh, plastic is for mixing, glass is for drinking. So I, if it's in a glass bottle, you can drink it. If it's in a plastic bottle, you mix it with other shit. I um don't care, and I will drink anything because I'm a trash. <laughs> yeah, we know. You want to buy that Walking Dead wine? I which is absolutely dumb. am going to buy that Walking <laughs> Dead wine. Sounds nope. disgusting. Oh, and QuakeCon is happening this weekend in Dallas, so oh. I'm not it off. So I might head down there. It does sound pretty uh, cool. Just to see what's up. Um, oh, that means oh, that I, means that there will be more information on Doom and Fallout seventy six probably this week. I mean, if it's QuakeCon, probably Doom. Maybe some Fallout like a kiosk or something. It is multiplayer focused, so. But I mean, that, yeah, yeah. So I mean, because Bethesda is a part of, you know, obviously, and it is a part of the same company. So yeah. So, but I wish I could see Anne, but I probably won't see Anne. God, I remember, Anne yeah, and Lewis. I remember see, uh, talking to her at PAX, um, the last PAX I was at. The, that Bethesda area was just a fucking maze, man. I, I wound up in a Dishonored 2 house, and I'm just like, what is happening? Well, she wasn't at Bethesda then. She was at Ubisoft. Oh, no, no. The last one that me and Dylan went to, she was at Bethesda. She was recent. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's when... Uh... Cause that's when I oh that was Washington wasn't yeah it? after I like I had to yeah. track her down for a whole day to just say yeah hello. Landon and I had to do that at Boston that one year she's just she's very she's naturally very elusive it's in her uh, it's in her just nature she's also shorter than every living creature <laughs> that's not under twelve she's a very uh, short she's, person she's a tiny tiny child but she's adorable uh mm-hmm. so yeah that's that's me that's all I've been doing. I know I've been trying to play a little bit of um, games on my phone via, uh, and I got to look, you know, side to side emulation, because um, I got a nice little thing on my phone that lets me play like GBA games and stuff. But I just saw that Nintendo took down Emu Paradise, and that was my place to go for that kind of shit. I don't know, it's kind of weird. Like, as much as I stand for Nintendo, I can recognize how fucking stupid their mistakes are, and like being so adamant against piracy while not offering a solution to even buy those games anywhere uh is just fucking baffling like i can't i can't even conjure up a way to defend it like oh they might have plans for it later yeah but they might not you know like do you know how long i've been dangling mother three keys in our face and it's just like oh we're gonna take away all the piracy sites well fuck yourself then yeah i mean that's i mean that's my biggest thing it's like without piracy i would have never played my probably my favorite game of all time Uh, right because there's no legal way. I want to give you money to to play uh, Mother Three. Hundreds I, of thousands I of would, other people would too. I would literally love to give Nintendo money to play Mother Three, but they don't want it. They refuse to port that game. But no, they put them in them, they put them in Smash Brothers though. How long did they no take problem. them to port Mother uh, Mother One? <laughs> that they've been sitting on for years. Like, and it's now it's stranded on the fucking Wii U. Right. Uh, so, uh, Heidi Kemp's uh, Zero Chan, she tweeted out a thing that I was like, yeah. Like, somebody made a point. Somebody was like, oh, you should just pay for it. If you don't want pirate, you should pay for your game. He's like, I bought Scott Pilgrim, and there is no legal way for me to play 
Scott Pilgrim vs. the World. And I thought about it. It's like, yeah, there is no legal way for me to play one of the best, like, retro game, like, remakes, like, of a retro game style. I'll never be able to play that game legally. And that's not the only instance. I mean, nowadays with uh, licenses and stuff like that, Marvel games go in and out of fashion all the time. You could buy, like, they had Marvel Ultimate Alliance 1 and 2 for, like, PS4 that they released last year. And it's already out. It's already gone. Deadpool was gone for a while, came back. I think is also gone, the Deadpool game. Um, you know, like, who knows how long Marvel vs. Capcom is long for this world at this point. Because that, back in the day, was also taken down. Like, yeah. you couldn't buy costumes. You couldn't do this. You couldn't do that. Because of all the litigious nature of of contracts and timelines and, and negotiations and stuff. Like, oh, well, I mean, the time period's up. Well, pull the game. Like, piracy, piracy is a necessary tool in order to keep some of these games alive and, and well in, in, in perpetuity. Otherwise, you won't... Otherwise, literally, Scott Programmers of the World, the game would be lost to time. And you'd miss out on a fucking kick-ass Hanamanaguchi soundtrack. One of the best video game soundtracks of all time. I, it's it's I mean, fantastic beat-em-up music. It's, it's still on Spotify. Yeah, I think but, it's because they own the music, but the game that it's yeah. based on, <laughs> you can't really like enjoy. Like I don't know, Twin Dragons. There's a reason why it's like like why the it's all duality and stuff like that. It's because that's what the boss is, and you don't get that kind of context with it. I don't know. It's just. Mm-hmm. I love Nintendo, but I'm also the first, like we were saying about many other fandoms and cultures and stuff, like, love what you love, but never be afraid to be critical, because Nintendo makes a lot of fucking boneheaded decisions, and going after something like Emu Paradise, which while isn't the only place you can get torrents, is like the easiest, safest, like, localized one to do, it's just, it's just so short-sighted, like, at least have something to offer. Like, it, apparently in a month, the, the online service is launching and you're going to have some NES games and stuff. But, like, you can't just throw that out there and be like, there, good enough. You can play Mario 3 on the 17th platform you have. And it's just like... Yeah, Mario on. 3 wasn't the game that I needed to go look for. But if I want to play Tengutu Bakaran, like, 3, which you're never going to port to the freaking US, like, that's what... I That's the problem. It's like, there's so many games that are hidden for whatever reason that are never coming out and that is where it gets we live in a different era exactly um, that's, why, that's 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 the yeah. argument is like everyone's like well not everything is made for you but we live in a more globalized era like i want to play what the sequel to secret of mana is i love secret of mana and i want to play the actual sequel for it but you will never give me an actual like a a licensed way of playing that and that is where the bunk comes in that is where this isn't fair like you exactly give us a reason to do that and i know now with how they how they've kind of set up not licensing licensing but now that you know there is no such thing as doing things like purely like you can't there's no longer like purely like i like um like region lock games aren't region locked anymore which is great and i i'm all for that but like at the same time i also still think that i should be able to i should be able to play mother three with a translation pack and it and the fact that you won't do port over that game when you could absolutely translate it tomorrow, and there's actually a really good translation done by Clyde Mandolin. Like, there's there's one out there. I I think it's I think it's a I think it's a fool's errand. Honestly, I think it's a fool's errand. It's it's silly. I don't know. Like, 
it's one of those things where I can definitely still like support Nintendo and all this stuff. You know, like I love Nintendo games a lot of the time. I love you know what they do, but you have to be willing to call out shit that you know is dumb and shit that you're not on board with. And this is something I'm yeah. totally there for. Like it, it's just so. Mm. You and like, I'm not even it. like, I'm not even a person who's like, oh, you should pirate everything. Like, I, I've never been of course that not. guy. Like, I, no. me and Dylan have had conversations about streaming stuff that wasn't that may have been pirated, right? And like, I've very much been like, if we can buy it, if we have a legal way of doing it, I absolutely want to do that because I think that's, I think that is important. But when you don't give, when you don't give, like people an option to buy your stuff to get it then what do you like what do you expect are you just going to like there has to be something to said to have media that is just completely lost the time and i I think that is what's important to look exactly exactly yeah uh while i'm mad you want to talk about this this stupid riot stuff too since i'm already angry about stuff i have things to say uh yeah, hey, Cliff Lazinski, maybe if people are saying that people are working in a toxic work environment, maybe don't use this as your opportunity to be like, oh, well, I, when I was there or my my place, I've never seen anything, so I think you're overblowing this. Like, I was talking to some women who work at the riot, and they say it is all wrong. <laughs> like, what a fucking and then tool. He was, and then he was like, I'm going to take care of my dogs and my wife. Y'all can go fuck off. I'm going to go fuck nah, my man, hot supermodel like, wife. <laughs> you made it public, so no, A. Like, you posted it publicly. You made your bed, now get fucked like, in it. Yeah, like, nah, we're going to still do it. So, But good on you for taking care of, you know, the people you love. Like, fuck cunt. Like, hey, Cliffy shut B, up, man. Cliffy B, yeah. retire, bitch. I mean, he kind of already Oh, wait, did. you just did. Yeah. Yeah, why don't, go, right why don't you go? Because his game failed while it was being worked. Sorry, two games. Why don't you go shut down a game studio because your vision was overwrought and had no kind of uh, quality control, and therefore, like you, got, you fucked over so many people who were working on your stupid Lawbreaker game that nobody wanted. <laughs> but please, please say how like. Oh well, people complain like this. There's something. This is something that systematically happened. No, it didn't. Um, how do you <laughs> know? How do you know? Why won't you believe? I I've never understood that when people are like, I don't want to believe like people who are actually victims of it. I like, why? What is it? What is the what is the downside of believing these victims? That's what I don't understand. When something happens to somebody, why are, why are people so reticent to be like, well, no, it didn't go that way. Do you know? No, I don't know, but this is the information that I have. Like, why are people so reticent for that? That's what always irritates me. It's just like, I've, I'm a fan of this, so it can't be wrong. Because if it's wrong, I'm a bad person. No, like like Dylan said, there's things that that happen that I... There's things that I love. I love professional wrestling. Professional wrestling's awful. It's been awful to women forever. It's just now getting better at that. It's been awful to people of color not just black people, but all people of color forever. Like, I I have to deal with these things, but I think dealing with these things is also very important. And for for fans to just be like, hey, I want to, I have to blindly look at this, or I need to, I want to blindly look at, you know, enjoy what I enjoy without having any repercussion or any kind of just, 
looking at Anything. things critically, I think is really shitty, and I think it's really bad. And I think it's one of the dumbest things to ever happen to like to ever happen to just like fandoms in period like we i mean need... it's, it, it just comes from this era of just like well i have to defend what i like because people are just going to attack me for it so i have to like have the sword and shield at the ready and be ready to defend this to the death like yeah i know fucking like hearthstone can be a fucking money sink hole that's free to play but like obviously incentivizes you to fucking pay money for it same thing with overwatch same thing with any game i play that has that system i know it's flawed and i can recognize those flaws and i can still enjoy the game and that's fine that is okay. You are not a bad person for, you know, getting some kind of enjoyment out of something like that. Or by, you know, liking something that's even legitimately, like, problematic or what have you. It's right. it's just this bullshit, like, cultivated identity shit you see in sports that's carried over. And you see very visibly now in, like, various fandoms where it's like, I like this thing. I identify as a fan of this thing. And so, therefore, I must defend this thing. Like you see this too. Like, like, since we're talking about sports, this Urban Meyer shit with Ohio State football. Like all, all these people like defending him because like he well he didn't really mention to anyone else or report that like one of his assistant coaches was you know an abuser, domestic abuser. No, he, he beat um, the hell out of his wife. Like that's I'm yeah, not, I don't even want to. I don't yeah. want to like domestic abuser. Let's, he let's not beat not mince words. Yeah, he beat the hell out of his wife in 2009 while they were in Florida and beat the hell out of his wife again in 2015. Um, I didn't know how severe it was. I just know yeah. it was – it's like he did something very shitty and he, and Urban Meyer just didn't – like, oh, 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 oh so, all right, well, that's, that's not great, but uh, he's a pretty good coach, you know? <laughs> he's a pretty good yeah. receiver coach. Yeah. And, and, and this all is like – it, it kind of like stems back to this one like Netflix special that was like released pretty recently called uh, Nanette's with uh, Hannah Gatsby. Mm. Really, really good. Uh, pretty powerful stuff. But the, the like one joke I latch on from it was uh, but cubism. Pablo Picasso was a piece of shit. He was a piece of shit to women, but he was also you know the creator of cubism. And it, it, the, the whole joke is. To say like, is it worth this? Is is this art worth like uh, saving because 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 as is is this person worth like uh, admiring because of his his art? That, that 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 just just saying like you know you you can never separate the art from the artist here, right? It's and that's the thing people have to come to terms with with like what they like you know like separating art from artists already just fucking. Is such a loaded okay. thing now. So, right. I'm gonna I'm gonna put forth uh, an example of something like that. So, um, you know the the poem, the New Colossus. Uh, it's the poem that's on the Statue of Liberty. Yeah. Okay. So the the person who wrote that wasn't a man; it was a woman. It was a Jewish, who many suspect was a lesbian, and they tried to. Her family tried to play her a Jewish nature and her sexual preferences mm. and completely like um, she has a poem that she wrote that hints about a sexual encounter with a woman in a forest at night. Uh, and it was hidden for like 70 years by her family uh, because they didn't want them or anybody to know about what her life would have been like like that um 
should you separate her let her Jewish lesbianism from her art or should you just let her art speak for itself because she was a really like in the 1800s she was really well known poet and essayist um, and her dad tried to play down their Jewish nature mm. like he tried to mix in with the Gentiles uh, but she was also very rich um, and since she could uh, she died at 38 um, of lymphoma I believe uh, that's what they think she might have died from but they tried to hide her nature because of this poem and so shitty yeah so uh, that's, should, that's... should that have is that the same as as Picasso or not I don't think that's well, the same I think no, no like we're, we're both hitting on the same points is you, you can't really separate the art from the artist you, you can try but it, it's still some, something something personal something someone made right I mean right, the, right. the thing is art itself the thing about art itself art is still even if you try to divorce it right even if like it was her dad's case she tried to divorce her her sexuality and her religion to it art is still a reflection of who you are so mm-hmm. even as much mm-hmm. as you try to divorce yourself away from art it's still there's still a like there is no art that is completely subjectively taught like objectively taught right because it's always going to be right. right it's always going to be a point of subjection it's the reason why i've always had an issue with the oh don't bring politics in my games because initially making any decision in a game is politically based right mm-hmm. many yeah. any decision in is art your, is, is your based. protagonist male or female is your protagonist male or female Political. is your protagonist caucasian you know is your they, protagonist is black? Like, like on the binary spectrum Right. Anything. Yes. Like literally every decision you make, there is a crouch in and polit- politicizing in it completely. Is he in the military? Right. Is he in the military? Are they going against the military? What is military. what are their stance on the on the government that is going on? Like everything you do is a is, so I think I think Can you, you eat to, meat in this game? Right. I think what you have to do is with art, I think you have to be cognizant of where the art comes from, but you can also judge art on its merit itself. Um, again, I'm going to use professional wrestling because that's literally the the easiest basis for me because it's one of the most problematic things. But I, I also really enjoy it for very personal reasons. But one of my favorite wrestlers is AJ Styles, who is a master of telling a story in the ring. AJ Styles is one of the greatest wrestlers I've ever seen wrestle. AJ Styles is also a homophobe. Like, he's a very, very vocal homophobe, and he's very conservative to the point where it's really, really disconcerting. Mm-hmm. But I enjoy watching AJ Styles wrestle, and I I would be willing to have a conversation with AJ Styles, right? And I know that he has these problematic things about him, things that I, I to, my, to my soul, to my actual conscience, cannot and will never like be okay with i will never be okay with somebody who is very openly against people who are gay i will never be you know in my in my body very so much who is very extremely conservative to the point where aj styles is like i think um the thing that the thing that I was like yeah this is really dumb was at the hall of fame when kid rock was doing his hall of fame speech because of course he's in the wwe hall of fame um, and like he made like this joke of like we should body slam uh, uh, Democrats like 
and he was like clapping like the happiest seal. And I was like, man, this is a bummer. But Bow, it's happiest, <laughs> happiest seal. But like, but that's the thing. It's like I can contextualize what he does and the art that he does, and openly love that art, and also not stand for the human being, right? Again, another wrestler that happened was CM Punk, right? People love CM Punk because CM Punk was real and he made wrestling real and he's like this really cool, cool guy, but he's also garbage. Like, he's a garbage guy who sued WWE because they they were saying that he was injured and they did this whole thing about that and he sued it with his friend because WWE put on a, they did a defamation lawsuit on them. I uh, told his friend that, hey, I'll pick up, you know, the bill because I worked for WWE and made millions of dollars. And then just turned around uh, and stuck his friend with half of the of the court fees. And his friend has is now suing him. Now, this is the guy that people want to say is the rebel, right? And the, what, you want to fight for this guy. But CM Punk, does, had, like, he is also really gross. And that's what I say about looking at the art. Like, there's other stuff like CM Punk's done. Like, he's done this whole thing where he, he does a lot of things where he is very openly against, like, how people portray their sexuality like he once went to this is one of the grossest things i've ever heard he once went to a strip club this is like during like a wrestling match and tried to tip a, a stripper with a fish fillet sandwich um Jesus he's a he's he's a fucking garbage person but he's loved because he can wrestle good right you have to be willing you have to be able to look at what you're enjoying and being able to diverse your, to diverse yourself uh, not divorce, but to, to divorce, divorce, your, yourself. divorce yourself from that. You can't be so willing to look at something and be like, I enjoy this, so there's nothing wrong that can happen. That's all, it's with all creations. With podcasts you listen to, with shows you watch, like, you can't be so willing to die in the wool, in the wool to automatically be like, if you don't like that, fuck you, you're wrong, and whatever you like, I disagree with completely. You, this is That's the only way you can grow, is you have to be able to look at things I know it's a bad word to say both sides, but at both sides. And look at things at art, divorce from the actual person, and also at art as a whole itself. You can't separate them, but you can also look at them differently. If that makes any sense. It's, it's also very important to like acknowledge the faults, because if you don't acknowledge the faults, you don't realize like yeah, this, this could be better. It's it's like still like a step forward to trying to help like like spread the word about, like, yeah, this could be better, but there's also some good qualities for it to be, you know, it could be saved. It, it could be redeemed in some manner. You know, if these shortcomings or these like actual legit, like awful things about it. And it also could, it could just be like a warning, like, Hey, this guy's a piece of shit, but he's also pretty good, good at thing. It's complicated, but this is my stance on it. If you don't, if, 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 if that's not your thing, or if you can't, you know, like defend that or like, you can't like enjoy it because you know this, like 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 of CM Punk, I, I had no idea about that. Swear to God, like I, I had no idea about any of that stuff you just said into, until now. And it's 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 like like going through my head now. It's like God damn it, yeah, you motherfucker. Like not not at UTL, but just 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 like the the revelation of, of like that dude's a that, that dude sucks. Yeah, <sighs> and, and it's always been and that's the thing. It's like with CM Punk, it's always been a thing like. He's the guy, like, it's really hard to talk about it because he is the edgier guy, right? And he is the, 
the not John Cena, and you want to root for Dude, the not I, John Cena. I love seeing him like during like a Chicago Blackhawks game when he was commenting. Right. And it, that, that, was, that was legit neat to see. And I was kind of hoping like you know he'd do well in, in uh, UFC, but he sucked ass twice. Um, but it, it was just something where it's like it's like like this seems like a pretty rocking dude. But then, <sighs> yeah, I mean he's a really gross dude. Like he, uh, that's. He's a really gross, misogynistic dude, and it sucks that I have to be the person to break the illusion for a lot of people for that. But it's also why I'm very much like I like I said I I one of my favorite people one of people to watch is AJ Styles. And if someone was like, "Hey, you know AJ Styles said this?" Yeah, I do, and it sucks, and I have to live with that. But I also know like this and this and like. <sighs> It's the reason why I never got really too kerflumped about uh, Chris Benoit, because you can't like that's the fa- that's the that's the downside of being a wrestling fan, right? Like Chris Benoit is probably the greatest person I've ever seen in a wrestling ring. Chris Benoit is a unident. It's like he's a monster. He is a literal monster that absolutely does not deserve to be living, and glad he is not. He murdered his family and his, you know, murdered his wife and his son. But can I still watch? And he and he do it. No, and he did it knowing that he had fucked up his own brain because he they told him like you you wrestle too rough, like you're doing headbutt stuff. And that's bad. Yeah. And he still murdered his family. Yeah. If he if he hadn't like if no one had, had told him and he didn't know and that. Help. Yeah. Yeah. It's one of like, the reasons why I I love Daniel Bryan. I really. He's wrestling again, and that's great. I really wish he would never wrestle again, because he goes in that same trajectory. It's, it's the problem with watching football. It's the problem with watching a lot of this stuff. Is watching people crash and burn, or watching people that you think are great or think are good, and then find out they're a piece of shit. Like I said, like CM Punk, I've known about this for like for like for like five years. Um, Cocabana, the guy who's suing him, his best friend, the guy who actually did the original podcast that. WWE to sue both of them. Cocabana used to t- tell like stories on this show where indie wrestlers would come up to those guys and everyone would have a CM Punk or Cocabana story about these guys being dicks to them. And that was when I first looked at it and I was like, Jesus. I was like, because like people would say, like, hey, yeah, when, after I've met you, I've done a couple of shows and yeah, you were cool to me, but when I first met you, you were a dick. Like, you were an asshole to me for no apparent reason. And it's one of the reasons, like, Whenever I go to a thing like PAX or I go around people, like I think we're going to end up doing like a leisure time thing, meet up like locally. I try to make sure that I'm nice and cool to everyone because you never know who you meet and you never know who you actually affect in your life. And, yeah. and one of the things that always irritates me is when people are fans of somebody and the first time you meet them, you're like, man, that person's a dick. Cause there's nothing right. that would, that would irritate me more. Like luckily everybody I've ever met that I've, been fans of have always been great to me right right yep same mm-hmm. here right but yeah like it would be really i would be that's something there's nothing that makes me more mad than having somebody like hey i look up to you then you're like hey i'm too good for you and you're in the end of the day you're a fucking human being go fuck off kid yeah 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 like that if literally if i ever saw that i probably would have punched the person in the face like even if it was somebody yeah. i didn't know it's... like somebody like it, it, like at the time when i went to the first match when me and kayla went i didn't know those giant bomb guys and they're great guys so it doesn't apply to them but like had i seen something like that where like a fan was like hey i'm a big fan you're like like hey go fuck off i probably would have punched one of them in the face like it would have just been instinctfully that's what i would want to do because 
that is the worst thing you can do to a fan of yours, especially people who look up to you. Right. And like, well, there was that big Greg Miller story too, where like that interview with Polygon, Polygon. Yeah. Where like, like in the middle of the interview, like a guy recognized him, and you know, Greg Miller was like, "These are all my best friends. Like, they're all my best friends." Yeah, like, and he's that kind of the guy. Like, I that's yeah. I I don't I I don't think I told my Greg Miller story. Like, I've met him once. I met him at a Pax, uh, the Pax where I met Robert. Milkshake duck time. All right. Oh boy. <laughs> no, no, no. It was great. <laughs> no, it was so it was the Pax I met Robert and Curtis for the first time. And, like, you guys know, I was running back and forth, like, showing a game. and Yeah, you were showing... Um, Super Fantasy Rumble. Yeah. Super Fantasy Rumble, yeah. yeah. Yep. Um, and I was running back and forth, and I ran into Greg Miller and Tim Geddes, and they were going off to, like, an appointment or whatever. And I just, like, hey, I just wanted to, I just wanted to run up and say hi. And he stopped. He was like, hey, man, you don't have to run. Like, you want to talk for a second? We definitely can. Like, yeah. And he just talked to me for you know just like five minutes and i thought that was really cool because greg miller doesn't know who i am greg miller doesn't need to know who i am but he was able to stop the reason why i was never i've never been comfortable with people shitting on greg because he's a genuinely good dude and i will always defend people who are genuinely good dudes even if i'm not like a huge fan of your stuff i i will defend you if you're a good person it's totally yeah it's um it's like a uh, Levi Strauss, the the guy who who founded Levi Strauss Company. Who was he was a German Jew who came over, um, and they did a Mist in History podcast on him. Mm. And the one thing they said is, you know, sometimes when they do these things, like there's always this other shoe that has to drop. Like he was a really good guy, and he did all these good things, and he also had slaves in his basement that he tortured and whatnot. Right. But with Levi Strauss, they didn't have that. Like, she was like, I I did all this research and there's no other shoe. Like, he's just, like, the nicest guy. Like, he was always giving it, like, the minute he made money in San Francisco, where they, like, did dry goods wholesale, he was giving money to charities, like, benevolent societies and stuff like that. Like, he was genuinely, like, a good guy. Right. And there's, there's nothing on him. Like, there's no dirt because he didn't get married, but he had, like, brothers and sisters and they had children and stuff like that like at one point he had like 14 family members living in his house in san francisco jesus yeah i think he had like a son out of wedlock or something like that but like hell yeah i mean that (laughs) is that really a a bad shoe (laughs) like i loved a woman and she had my kid but we didn't get married like apparently like or he was like an adopted son or something like that but like she was like it's so weird like there's no other shoe there's no other shoe. Like, if there is another shoe, like, somebody embezzled 500000 like, a bookkeeper embezzled $500,000 from their company at one point. And, like, they don't, they don't think, like, they went after him, like, legally, like, because he just disappeared. He, like, left the country, and at that time, like, you could just change your name, and that's it. But they were, like, just swept it under the rug, like, since they made some, they were making so much money, because they're all family, like... They just swept it under the rug, but like, oh, by the way, by the way, like that guy doesn't work for us anymore. Like in advertisements, like if you if this guy comes to you, like he doesn't work for us anymore. That's the only thing. Like anything else, like that, he just gave money to society, like to just charities out the wazoo. Like that's what he did with most of his money when he died. 
He just gave it all away. And some to his, like, female relatives. To them. Not to their spouses or anything, but to them themselves. Probably a big deal at the time, yeah. Yeah, that is a big deal. Like, at you know, back then, like, women weren't seen as trustworthy with their own money because they were thought of as, like, children. They'll spend it on tampons and whatever the hell else they need. I mean, tampons weren't invented until, like, World War One, but true. Um, Sheepskins shaped like these things called tampons. I don't know. Yeah. Lucky Strike <laughs> cigarettes. They'll buy yeah. it on that. What? So I mean, for for him to give it to the to the the women in his family without any spousal like adjacents or guardians or anything like that, that was also a huge deal too. Like, yeah, these women they can handle their own shit. Like, fuck off, guys, because they run your households. Like, get dunked. <laughs> so. But yeah, like, there's that. That's pretty cool. Yeah. I mean, uh, like I said, I, it, just to get back to all this, I we as nerds just have to be willing to say when something happens, instead of using the default, well, not all of us, be like, yeah, and call out shitty fandoms. Like, yeah. that's, that's the best way of doing it is call out shitty fandoms. And don't allow fandoms, like... This year, we had a woman get run out of a game in a game a game company because she told them, "Hey, I know how to fucking make a game because I do made my a job. game." Uh, we've had to have this whole thing with Riot. Like, how many times? How many times do we have to run women out of this industry? Uh, how many times? How many times are we like? It's one of the reasons why I do stomp for people of color on stuff because like, E three happened. How many people of color actually came up on the stage? How many women came up on the stage? How are we in this year, 2018, in, in this diverse ability to pull all this talent from where, around the world? We have like the same the same white guys go up on stage. And I know that's like the shitty thing to say, right? Like that's the thing, like, oh, it's like the SJW call. It's like, oh, it's like the same five white guys. But you can't, if you can't promote this, um, if we can't promote this within the group, you know, what can you do? What can you do? Yeah. yeah. And, and that's the other thing, too. Like, we're going to spin it back around to the cultivated identity part. Like, you see, you watch, like, all these E3 press conferences, and it's, it's all like, we're doing things for you, the gamers. You and, mean and, you, and the is, white male gamer. I... Or if you want to look at it that way, yes, but it just boils down to just this general, like, group where it's like, like, no, we are doing this to serve you. We're not really making a product or, like, you're not a consumer. You're, you're the, we're trying to appease this one group here. And just elevating that, that status up higher than what it would actually is or what it would actually deserves and it, 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 it just forms the, the way where it's, it's like, yeah, like, of course I'm going to, like, tell people, like, you know, like, these random developers, like, you know, this is how you do your job. Like, hey, please fix this. And it's, it's like, no, I, I'm not going to change shit. Like, like, like come in, like, <laughs> Harada at uh, Tekken. Uh, oh, gosh, Evo. Yeah, like, the guy from Tekken. Don't ask me for it's shit. Like, like, don't ask me for shit. I love shit. that yeah, shirt. Yeah, exactly. And, and, God, as much as I love Smash Brothers, the mentality of, like, Dude, they put every single character that's ever been in Smash Brothers in this new Smash Brothers and have a bunch of new characters and people are still like, Where's where's my golden sun character? Where's where's uh <laughs> where's Goku? Give me Goku. 
Where's Banjo Kazooie? Where's Banjo? I never. No, <laughs> fuck Banjo Kazooie. Um, that people just want more, more, more. Do you realize how many employees are under his tutelage that are probably have? How many air mattresses are in that fucking business? And sort limited. I'm pretty sure they sleep under their desk. They have constantly. to. They have to. Or they just. And there's still going to be like melee purists who's like, no, it's not good uh, enough. No, no. I'm still safe with stuff melee. See, I can't do any actions after frame three on the shine, so uh, this fox is dead to me. God. And, and people can like what they like, and I don't even care if melee fans like what they like or whatever. But just the, the attitude of this stuff of just like more, 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 more. Like, I, I'm to the point where it's like, okay. 800 900 songs like you've officially just gone too far there's too much stuff in this game man like really in that tiny tiny little cartridge 103 stages uh, and with all of them with permutations and variations on them i'm just like do we deserve this like no i don't think we do have you seen the smash community we do not deserve this yeah and you know i love smash and i love the friends i've made in smash but you've got to like we've been hammering in for the last half hour you have to be able to call out stuff that you're a part of in order to make it better and more inviting for people it's fine to not like things i don't like a lot of things uh, I, think, <laughs> I don't like smash I brothers you, i but think you made that ultimate clear. has you know it's, yeah, i think it's fine it's you know what it's not only fine to like not like things it's fine to be critical of the things you like and you have to realize that it's fine to look at something Dude, I, that you enjoy and say critically hey here's something that can be better and the more you the more you realize that the more adult you are Okay, I love the Pink Panther films, the live-action Pink I'm Panther films. Like, I'm it's, 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 ending the podcast. <laughs> you can find me on Twitter at Tierney. You can find me on Twitter at Tierney. <laughs> I didn't, wasn't actually going to, but let's... Yeah, okay, yeah. Robert, where can they, they find you? It's going to steamroll my, my, my whole bit. Yeah. Okay, all right. They can find you on Twitter at... Um, go fuck yourself, at go fuck yourself. At Pink Panther. Pink Panther uh, Vivo. Sh- and you can find me on Twitter at uh, Pink Panther got robbed. You can find me on Twitter at underscore uh, Austin underscore Walker. Uh, and see, that's funny because your also your name is also Rub. Yeah. Uh, you shut the fuck up. <laughs> you can find the show <laughs> at PNB Cast on Twitter. And hey, we did some updates and redesigns and stuff. Um, you can also find this tw- this podcast on Patreon over at patreon.com slash PNB, where we've also done updates on there. And you can be able to support our other shows like Level Select, which Robert is going to be doing one. Pretty soon. Um, Pretty about big one. How about Raider? Tomb Raider? Likely a two-parter. And also, the Pink Panther films, live-action ones, they're problematic as shit. All right, like, guys. Pretty much like that's, every film has like, really and transphobic. See you later. But yeah, also, there's Alpha, Alpha there's Grind Forever, there's other shows listed too, yeah. Foster and Jones, if you give and us also the racism and, and like Pink Panther strikes again. <laughs> Goodbye, everybody. I love like, you. It's, 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 Mwah. Bye. Bye.